Welcome to Fill Up, Feel Good, a podcast sponsored by the Ethanol Promotion and Information Council. I'm Cindy Zimmerman. Already diminished refining capacity in the United States has been impacted even more severely recently by weather-related problems, including flooding and lightning damage. A number of states, including Nebraska, Kansas, Missouri, Oklahoma, Minnesota, North Dakota, and South Dakota, Iowa, Illinois, Indiana, and Ohio have been affected by shortages caused by the damage, and that is in turn affecting suppliers. Gary Wright, who's vice president of Wright Oil Incorporated of Kansas, says ethanol is helping him moderate prices for consumers. As we're watching the supply situation develop, we're beginning to wonder if we're going to have adequate supplies for all of our stations. We're currently selling no-lead gasoline at our stations for $3.36, but the E85 is $2.80. And we're hopeful that the price of, of ethanol will stay more or less stable or possibly even descend a little bit, while it's obvious that gasoline is going to continue to go up, 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 up. So we're expecting that uh, we'll be able to offer some good value to our customers in E85 as compared to straight gasoline. We've got a new plant just north of us, Pratt, Kansas, that will be coming online shortly. There's one being built in Enid, a number of them in Nebraska and Missouri. So these additional ethanol plants are going to help hold the price down. Tom Slenica, executive director of the Ethanol Promotion and Information Council, or EPIC, says the unfortunate occurrence of multiple weather-related incidents affecting the Midwest oil refining industry are further highlighting this country's need for diversification of our transportation fuel needs. At a time when global gas prices continue to rise, it's unfortunate that many of our gas refineries have been hit by Mother Nature, whether it be from flooding or fires caused by lightning, We have a very sensitive system that creates and distributes the gasoline that this country has used, especially here in the Midwest. Fortunately, the ethanol industry has been working for many years to help alleviate these issues, and we now have well over 100 ethanol production facilities online producing over 5.5 billion gallons. It's very important that the American consumer understand that the ethanol production facilities are growing and strengthening. This is vital to the American way of life by providing us fuels that help us in our transportation, in our economics, and really in our everyday life. The issue highlights the nation's need for greater energy security, and that was the topic of a summit held recently in Washington, D.C., organized by 2020 Vision. Executive Vice President Tom Colina says the theme of the summit was national security and America's addiction to carbon, solutions to oil dependence, and climate change. The purpose of the summit this year is to show how America's dependence on oil uh, and global climate change are really interrelated issues that stem from similar problems, both have national security implications, and both have common solutions that, that we can address without delay. Kalina says one of the primary solutions is ethanol. There's no one solution to our energy security challenges, but ethanol, I think, is one of the primary solutions Uh, again, among others, Uh, but it'll play a huge role in displacing oil uh, by uh, being able to fuel our cars with something that is domestic, renewable, and much less harmful to the environment. The summit brought together a diverse group of political and governmental leaders, including Senator Richard Lugar, Republican from Indiana, and Senator Barbara Boxer, a Democrat from California, 
as well as security, environmental, and energy experts. One of the participants was Arctic explorer Will Steger, who recently finished a four-month journey across the Canadian Arctic's Baffin Island to experience and document how the Inuit culture is coping with global warming. We had a number of sessions, a lot of uh, speakers uh, approaching the biofuels and energy self-sustainability in many, many, many different directions. It was really something to be part of this and also to see just how fast this has evolved. Three years ago, I was uh, uh, in Washington lobbying uh, senators and Congress people on biofuels and alternative energies and the environment, and I was told to come back when we had industry on our side, and here we have some of the top people in our government here representing biofuels and global warming right now. In addition to participating in a panel discussion on renewable energy, Steger gave a multimedia presentation on his recent dog sled expedition to learn about the effects of global warming. The Ethanol Promotion and Information Council was one of the supporting organizations for the second annual National Summit on Energy Security. To find out more about how ethanol is helping to meet our nation's energy security needs and benefit the environment, check out the EPIC website at drivingethanol.org. That's your Philip Feel Good podcast. I'm Cindy Zimmerman reporting for the Ethanol Promotion and Information Council.